Support for this podcast comes from ODC Dance. The world-class company returns for Dance Downtown, March 27th through the 31st, with two electrifying programs and five works, springing from cartoon, the news, and human connection. ODC.dance slash downtown. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. From KQED. Hey, I'm Alan Montecilio, and you're listening to The Bay, local news to keep you rooted. Oakland Unified's Board of Education is considering whether to require eligible public school students to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19. A vote on this could happen today. And if it passes, OUSD would be the first district in Northern California with a COVID vaccine mandate for students. I know it's a very controversial issue. You know, we have to figure out what we can do, but it's just a very important discussion. Today, the proposal to require COVID-19 vaccines for public school students in Oakland. Support for this podcast comes from ODC Dance. The world-class company returns for Dance Downtown, March 27th through the 31st, with two electrifying programs and five works, springing from cartoon, the news, and human connection. ODC.dance slash downtown. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. There was so much anticipation leading up to the return to in-person instruction this year. And I think the rise of the Delta variant just amped up the anxiety. Vanessa Roncano is an education reporter for KQED. At the same time, there was a huge amount of, you know, excitement and relief. But the whole thing was incredibly tense. Districts had to figure out how to follow state guidelines, but they were doing things like upgrading facilities with MERV filters and putting HEPA filters in classrooms, figuring out how kids were going to eat lunch in the cafeteria without masks in a way that was safe. Um, Of course, everybody was required to wear a mask inside. And then pretty quickly, we saw the state come down with a mandate requiring that teachers either get vaccinated or submit to weekly testing. So all that said, though, I know that when the school year began, one requirement that I wasn't hearing yet was this idea of mandatory vaccinations for students who were age eligible. When did you start to hear that idea of being seriously considered? So the first district, certainly in California and and possibly in the nation that we saw get attention for a student vaccination mandate was Culver City Unified. That's a pretty small district down in L.A. County. And that was in mid-August that they mandated this. And then in early September, Los Angeles Unified's school board 
passes a student vaccination mandate. And this is a, an enormous district. I mean, this is the second biggest district in the country. So that was, of course, national news. What about here in, in the Bay Area? How have districts here been thinking about this idea, including Oakland Unified? So I actually got word from school board vice president Sam Davis here in Oakland that he was going to be introducing a similar policy. They introduced this policy at the last meeting this week. They are taking it up for the first time, and it sounds quite likely that they're actually going to vote on it. So we believe that if Oakland Unified adopts this policy, it would be the first district in all of Northern California to do so. What exactly has been proposed here and what would it do? So basically all this resolution does is spell out the policy that the school board wants to see enacted, right? Which is mandatory vaccination for all students 12 and over unless they have a valid medical exemption. It's fairly vague because all it's doing for now is directing the superintendent to come up with a plan to make that happen. And she'd have to come back to them with a plan by the end of October, then then they would have to decide to approve or not. It just feels like this is an urgent conversation that we need to have. I know it's a hard conversation, but I don't want to shy away from it. So that's why I'm bringing it up. So school board vice president Sam Davis sponsored this resolution along with Gary Yee and Cliff Thompson, two other board directors. You're lucky to live in an area where there's broad support for vaccination, but we know that we could be doing a lot more. One of the main facts that he brought to my attention in arguing for it is that in the first couple weeks of school, about 40% of the COVID cases in the district were at middle and high schools. So all those students are old enough to be vaccinated. If more students were vaccinated, those numbers would go down really sharply. So this is another place where it seems like like another lever to pull to make schools safer and bring down those case rates. And aside from, you know, just the obvious safety stuff, COVID cases on campus cause major disruptions. And the quarantine rules for unvaccinated students are stricter than for vaccinated students. That's what's creating the urgency around this is we're seeing students missing school because, you know, they're being exposed and they're not vaccinated. And then by the public health guidance, that means they need to quarantine. Um, and that's keeping them from their studies. So, so it's an urgent issue. So in the interest of just preventing further disruptions, further learning loss, it would seem that vaccinating students, you know, would, is, is a good idea. The other part of this is is that this resolution directs the superintendent to essentially come up with a plan for, for students to get vaccinated. How does the superintendent feel about this idea? There are some small challenges we have been able to address. We see others on the horizon, which we will continue to address. Back in late August, when we'd only seen Culver City put forward a mandate like this, Oakland's superintendent, Kyla Johnson-Tramell, 
told the school board that she was going to need direction from them on this issue. We are going to have to bring and talk through, are we moving towards mandates for student vaccinations or not? So she was really looking ahead and seemed quite interested in this policy as a powerful mitigation effort. So the superintendent has been encouraging all students and staff to get vaccinated for a long time at this point. And she recently said that there are just too many eligible students who are still unvaccinated. And that's why she supports this mandate. Is there pushback to this idea, particularly um, from other members of the board? One school board director, Mike Hutchinson, has been a vocal critic of this proposal. This is tough. We're, we're in a pandemic. And that's why, yes, we should be encouraging as many people in the community as possible to get vaccinated and facilitating that. I don't think mandatory is the way to go. His overriding concern is that this will create another barrier to school attendance at a moment when students really don't need that. You know, they've experienced major disruptions to their education and teachers are really just trying to get them caught up. If we make vaccines mandatory to attend school, what happens then for the students who are not vaccinated? Really, this is a barrier to attending school. Because there are disparities in access to vaccines and in hesitancy in some cases, he's worried that this will disproportionately impact some communities more than others. 80% roughly of OUSD is on free and reduced lunches. We know that uh, uh, families that are more challenged economically tend to have lower vaccination rates. The communities that I represent have to experience a lot of barriers already. What, what scenario you know, specifically is Mike Hutchinson worried about? What is he worried that you know, students and families who might not want to get vaccinated, what is he worried that they might do? Well, he's worried that given that choice, they'll opt not to go to school, that they'll opt to keep their kids out of school. We have a legal requirement to educate our students. And so um, if we tell them that they can't come to school, then there has to be uh, a distance learning option available for those students. And we've had lots of problems on that side. As I've discussed on this podcast before, the district has had a really hard time meeting the demand that existed already for distance learning. I mean, that program was severely understaffed and they've had to really scramble um, to find teachers to meet the need. Everybody's just going to choose to go home instead of getting a vaccine. Lashana Fletcher is 14 years old. She's a freshman at McClyman's High School in West Oakland. And she was pretty clear that certainly she would not be getting vaccinated and that many of her friends wouldn't either. My mom don't even want me with the vaccine. I would have to do distant learning. I know Lashana is just one student out of out of many, but how big of a concern is student just student backlash? 
This is a big concern. I mean, it's something that some of the directors were raising with me initially when this was first introduced. More recently, I checked back in with Sam Davis, and he had met with a group of student leaders and heard a lot of concerns from them. I mean, these leaders themselves were in most cases vaccinated, but they were raising, they were bringing forward concerns that they'd heard from other students, concerns like those I heard from Lashana Fletcher. So there is some talk of a quote-unquote personal belief exemption being introduced. I asked Davis what he thought of this, and, you know, he said that he was open to it. But how exactly that would work uh, remains to be seen. So we really need to work on understanding what exceptions we're going to allow. I don't want this to be something that pushes people out of school. I I want it to be something that pushes people to get vaccinated as much as possible. What could happen next with this resolution? So it sounds likely that there will be a vote on Wednesday if there there may be amendments introduced along the lines of what I discussed. I mean, Hutchinson has suggested that he might introduce an amendment to do away with the mandate aspect of this resolution altogether. Again, there was also talk of an amendment to introduce an additional exemption, a quote-unquote personal belief exemption. So, I mean, we'll see where the board's discussion leads them. Vanessa, just one more question. Um, It really seems like whether this vote goes through or not, everyone is, is in a really tough position. You know, these local decisions over schools have been super contentious, especially during the pandemic. What do you think is important to keep in mind going forward? I do think it's really important to note that there are a bunch of vaccinations that are already required by the state of California. But districts are having, again, to make really complicated public health decisions that impact a lot of people. And as many of these school leaders would point out to you, that is not their area of expertise. So there are people like Mike Hutchinson, there are school leaders at districts and small districts in Northern California who've banded together to write to the state of California saying, give us some guidance on this. You're putting us in a really difficult position. This has always been a state legislature issue. That is the real solution that we need. This shouldn't be a local school board decision. And we need people to start advocating and demanding action in Sacramento to help support us in our local districts. You know, what we are seeing so far is a patchwork. (laughs) as is always the case. Vanessa, thanks so much. Thank you. The OUSD Board of Education meets today at 4 p.m. If the board decides not to vote on the resolution at this meeting, Vanessa says they would probably discuss it again in two weeks. If you live in Oakland and you want to listen to today's school board meeting, 
We'll leave a link in our show notes. Again, that meeting begins at 4 p.m. Vanessa Roncanio reports on education for KQED. This episode was produced and cut by me, Alan Montecilio. The tape you heard was added by Mary Franklin Harvin, and Erica Cruz Guevara scored today's show and provided additional production help. The Bay is made by your local public media station, KQED. I'm Alan Montecilio. Thanks for listening, and talk to you next time. Hey, I'm Brian Stelter, and I hope you'll join me on Inside the Hive from Vanity Fair. Every Thursday, I'm getting the inside take from the best reporters in the country on what figures like Elon Musk, Donald Trump, Kevin McCarthy, and Marjorie Taylor Greene are doing. I think she wants to make things happen. She wants to get legislation passed. She made clear to me that she wants to have a president who upholds Christian values. She embraces the term Christian nationalist. That's Inside the Hive from Vanity Fair. Available wherever you get your podcasts. A young correctional officer. He said it was the most dangerous prison in California. Forced to make a choice. Fulfill his oath or back his fellow officers. Recognize the badge of my office. I'm Suki Lewis. From KQED Podcasts comes On Our Watch Season 2, New Folsom. A story about who gets hurt when the system that promises to keep us safe is bent on protecting itself. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts.